0: <laughs> in uh, Philippians chapter 1, he almost had me say Ephesians 7. Shame oh. on him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, all right, Philippians chapter 1. In, uh, let's just start with verse 1. Paul and Tim- Timothy is the, the servants of Jesus Christ to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this very thing, which he, he which hath begun a good work in you, will perform it into the day of Jesus Christ. Even, it is a meet, even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye are all partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And so, let me just, uh, I'm trying something new here with uh, my iPad set up, <laughs> so uh, let's see if I can do this, yes, okay, no, that won't work, all right, okay, so <laughs> uh, I tried uh, doing all of my markups on my iPad so that, whenever, you know, I, cause, uh, like uh, I came here yesterday to study and uh, I, I study while Melissa does the bulletin and uh, and I forgot my notes, and so <laughs> I just decided to mark up a PDF, and then I transferred the ones that were on the written uh, thing. But this is, this is kind of new, so I don't know if I can handle it. better, too, right? What? You can read them better. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so um, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> I'm going to have to print this off and do it better later. So the first part is a salutation and greeting. And that's uh, letter A, God's grace and peace to the saints, bishops, and deacons of the church at, uh, at Philippi. And letter A, Paul was grateful for the, saints at, uh, uh, for the saints fellowship at Philippi, that's verse 3 through 6. And uh, then letter I, we also covered there, is uh, to be able to sincerely thank God for, brethren, every time you think of someone, they must be truly special. This is the work of the Holy Spirit drawing us closer to Christ and to each other. So last week we, we started a uh, uh, letter A here that's not in your notes, but it's in mine. Uh, Galatians 5.22, for the fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, long-suffering, and all those things are the, are the gift of the Holy Spirit. But love between brethren, that's the work of God in our hearts. You know, the Bible says that we are to love one another. That's clearly a command of God. But it's like every other command of God. We're not going to be able to obey and, and, uh, and keep these commandments without God enabling us to do so. Uh, and, and thank God for, for, for all the blessings that we have as, as Christians But God is the one who makes us able to love one another, you know, and and anybody can appreciate just someone who's kind to them. But love for brethren is a work of the Holy Spirit, just like every other work of God is the work of the Holy Spirit in us. When we yield to God, we we, God gives us uh, the ability to uh, to love each other with a with a supernatural love. That's the point. And, uh, and loving your brother as yourself loving others uh, like we're supposed to like the golden rule uh, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you that's all, but to be able to be a, successfully do all of that is the work of God in us and so it's never us it's very important that we understand that I don't know if I can get used to how spread out we all are <laughs> oh we, we're doing this for, the, the, for, the, uh, the, for lunch today that's probably why so, I just don't like change. Change ain't good, man. Never change. <laughs> I, I'm going to be one of those people that if you ever change my surroundings as I get old, then it's just going to truly mess me up. <laughs> Where's my wife? She needs to write these things down. <laughs> okay, so uh, letter A was uh, Galatians 5:22, fruit of the Spirit. And then letter B is 1 John 5, um, verse 1, if you'd like to turn there with me, 1 John 5. Verse one. And by welcome back, Fred and Laurie. Glad to have you guys back. And uh first John chapter five, verse one. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. And so let me read that again. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. And you know, there's there's certainly a, a way in which we as believers can say loving each other is not a choice. This is a commandment of God, <laughs> and at times, at least if we're in the flesh, it's not always easy to love brethren. I mean, every family doesn't get along perfectly like we're supposed, like we should. But um, maybe even especially as Christians in God's church, listen. When you're definitely going to have Satan coming along and sowing the seeds of of, of of dissension and all kinds of things. Uh, and then there's our flesh. Just by nature, we're going to rub some of us. Someone's going to get on our nerves. And someone. so the, the bottom line is, again, the reiteration that we have to have God's help to love each other like he commands. Brother? That's a great
1: witness to unsaved people. To okay. see
0: that love. Right. Right. Yeah. Breath. Right. Okay. The love itself is a witness. Sure. And and like we guys, like I've told you guys before, when we were in Japan um, in a military uh, church there, we saw the love of God in those people. They very, and that's not, and and you know, and that's a good point that Patrick brings up. That it's not like those were perfect people. They were they were sinners born again, but <laughs> they had that old sinful nature in them that would at times raise up and, you know, how, why did she talk to me like that? Why did he do this, you know? Listen, that, that it's not like those things don't ever need to be addressed, but they need to be addressed in love, always. The Bible says that love shall cover a multitude of sins. And what that's talking about is, is loving each other. And I think that sometimes we see this in a fairy tale sort of way. The truth is, is we are all sinners saved by grace and listen, we're going to have things come up between us. We have to address those things. And if there's something that's big, then you you say you, the Bible says if your brother's offended, you you go to your brother. You know, and, and listen, we have a we have a, a continuing problem with this. Someone does something against me, I don't say anything. I just let it fester inside. And then, listen, that's a very bad thing between brethren. You're supposed to go to that person. You're saying, listen, this is what happened, and i got to say, it, it, it hurt me, it bothered me, uh, I think this is an issue that we need to get straight. The Bible says if it's something that needs to be addressed and they don't receive you, then go to him with a brother or a sister and, and address it that way. And if they still don't, then bring it before the church. Now listen, this kind of thing is seldom done because it makes us uncomfortable to step out of our comfort zone and do things the way God says to do them. <laughs> but it's like everything else. Listen, it's, it's a very bad thing when Christians pick and choose what they will obey. It's very important for us to understand God is always God. Amen. And He always he, he, His rules are always the rules which we live by. And His way is the right way. And it is our place to obey. And if we're not doing that, we're wrong. I I say all of that like I have all this down. (laughs) I don't have all this down. And all the things that that are difficult for for all of us are are difficult for me too. But it is the right way. I I have conversation with people from time to time. It's not a choice. The Christian life with the Bible is not a smorgasbord where you just pick what you want. Because, listen, Christianity is far too commonly like that. I want to go to a church where they make me feel good, where I feel welcome. And like Bob has said many times, a loving, welcoming church, that also is not optional. But it's also not a matter of just picking a place that makes you feel good. We all need the Word of God brought to us as the standard. Every day we all need God to help us like that. Thank you, Brother Chris, for doing that. I couldn't find the call Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Brett, may I add that yeah. I think it would help us to realize that this is the agape love. And agape love is bereft of feeling.
0: Right. And, and that's true. It's we,
1: commitment. It is intellectual.
0: Right. And, you know, uh, the Lord Jesus said, if you love me keep my commandments. Now, I don't think that means that you never fail, that you, you know, are constantly 100%, because none of us are ever going to be 100%. As long as we have a sinful nature pulling on us, we'll never be perfect. Uh, However, I think that what the Lord Jesus, when I I read that, what I think it's saying is where you recognize that God's rules, God's commandments are the standard in which we live by. And I don't have a choice in the matter. And listen, we all have ways or people that we struggle with and that it's a particular struggle for us. there's nothing to do but accept God's leadership in this matter and and understand that we are to love one another. You know it's very clear the Bible says that, that if, if he is willing to love and save someone, then they're a brother or sister in Christ. period. And so listen, there's there's nothing else to do but to give ask God, beg God. To give us the grace to love one another and again if there's a if there's a big issue that needs to be settled it needs to be settled but but this this commandment to love one another is not an option we are to love one another and and it's something else that we have to get god's grace for and so um so everyone that loveth him loveth him also that is begotten of him and i just praise god for for this straightforward simple language that you see in the bible very commonly. <laughs> There's plenty of people out there that say, I just don't understand the Bible. Well, you know what? There's plenty of things that everybody can understand. <laughs> uh, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy soul, thy mind, thy strength. You know, and uh that's not hard to understand, but it is impossible in the flesh to obey. It is impossible. The very first commandment, the great commandment, is something we cannot obey. Without God's grace, and and every other law and commandment is just like it, and or in, in in that same vein of we're not able to obey it, at least not like the like we're meant to without God's help. So first, uh, turn with me, First Peter chapter one.
1: Brad, I'm a, I'm a yes, sir. Abraham Lincoln was a great example of what you're talking
0: about. Okay. He had when he was running for president, there were two men
1: that were politically involved with him. They called him worse names than,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, than the, Trump had been called. And when he became president, he showed that love to both of those men. Amen. One of them he appointed to the Supreme Court. And the, the, both of these men were the first two to see him mm. after he was shot
0: mm.
1: and stayed with him until
0: he died. Wow. Well, and, and that's a pretty good example of God giving you the grace to love somebody and it... And it changing the dynamic you know and i i've seen that in my life also where you know i've gone to god about something that that you know there's a problem between me and another person and it's difficult you know especially when you feel hurt you know when you feel damaged between yourself and that person you know and and the the feeling on the inside is they should make this right they should they should do what they should do to make the situation right. And until they they beg forgiveness from me, I, I'm not having anything to do with them. <laughs> and maybe we think that's even the Christian thing to do. I can't, you know, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That's kind of like the parental golden rule. Uh, but the, but I ha- I have seen it where God, you know, tells that party that feels like they've been harmed to build a bridge back with that other person. And God doing that in the and by the way they probably both feel damaged, hurt by a situation like that. And God is always going to call his cause his people to be peacemakers. The Bible says in, uh, 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 in Matthew five, blessed are the peacemakers. And, that, and listen, it's so clear God calls us to that thing. And I, I've just seen so many situations uh, as as as. A growing Christian where I've seen somebody you know that that shouldn't have to God puts in their hearts to build a bridge and listen I've just seen God bless it time after time after time I've seen it personally and I've seen it in other people's lives God wants us to be peacemakers he wants us to love one another he wants me to love you like Christ loves you that's the way it's that's what we're called to and again, in the flesh, we will not be able to do this. It's impossible in the flesh. You know, if, if someone hurts me, they're in the flesh, they're not going to find any forgiveness, any love, any, any peacemaking. <laughs> the only thing they're going to find is, is animosity. But that's not supposed to be in God's church. That's, that's something that we as brethren are supposed to embrace. This sort of animosity between brothers and sisters God does not want in His church. Brother Alby. It's like um,
1: when you have differences in your marriage, you don't want to lose that relationship. Here. Right. And so then you have to keep whatever you, <laughs> you want. You don't say,
0: okay, we had this difference, but it's probably my fault. I don't want to. I don't think we're supposed to lie, though. <laughs> It may be their fault. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
1: Knows all about you and cares about you just the same. Mm-hmm. Right. Or just that's that's how that goes.
0: Right. And
1: when you when you have that love for other people, then you don't want to lose that relationship. You don't want to lose that friendship. Right. You don't want to lose that love. You don't want to lose that that what right. brings it out. And you say, hey, okay, we've had our differences. Mm-hmm. Not the end of the world. Right. Let's, let's about this. let get past this.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's still be let's still be careful. Right. And there's a verse that says, uh, "As much as is within me, live peaceably with all men." Let me see if I can find that. It's very, it's a very good verse for what we're talking about here. If I can spell peaceably, <laughs> Romans 12:18 uh, says, "This is a very incredible verse." It says, "If it be possible." As much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. That certainly covers what Alby was just talking about. Uh, but what Alby, I think alby's definitely talking about things in the realm of whether it be a brother or sister or Christ, or, or in the case of a friendship, it's something. There's something valuable there that you don't want to jettison. And, and again, you know, it, part of the problem is is with us that we think too much of ourselves, or how I feel is too important to us, or you know, and sometimes you know there aren't even words. describe it's just this this carnal feeling of you've offended me and i there's no way i'm going to cross over to 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 build that to to rebuild that relationship um again however god will always want peace and love between brethren and that's another thing too that you know between brothers and sisters in christ i'm never supposed to see you as a person who offended me I'm supposed to see a brother or sister in Christ, and I'm saying what I know is right, despite how I feel sometimes. And the truth is, is I do not, I'm not supposed to see you as someone who offended me. Listen, every brother and sister in Christ, all of our sins have been put on Christ. And the Bible says we're made a new creature. And so we're also supposed to see each other in a new way. And so, again, there are things that, we, that need to be dealt with. If there's problems, sin, things like that, they need to be dealt with. But love between brethren is not an option. Patrick? I'm actually struggling with something like what you're saying. Okay. (laughs) I think it's all of us sooner or later. And it's not uncommon. It's just a regular thing that that comes up, and this is the way we're supposed to deal with it. We're supposed to have love between brothers and sisters.
1: What I'm getting from this is we're supposed to love them, but at the same time, if they have offended you, if they've actually done something wrong, then...
0: Right. To dealt with by, by bringing it to right. And and Paul Paul mentions problems in the church to the Corinthians. They they all need to be dealt with. And there are there are situations. There was a, a man who was in a heinous situation, and there was only one thing to do, and that was to have the church, you know, expel. Expel exactly. And and part of it was because he had not repented of it. That's the problem, because we all have sin. Right. And listen, if. Let me just, let, let's just be honest with ourselves. If everybody in this room could have all the contents of their heart and their lives put on those tables out there with your name above it, listen, we would all run in, in absolute total fear. You know, listen, all of our lives, all of our hearts, they are all capable of such foulness. Let's not kid ourselves. And yes, some of the times, some of that stuff leaks through to the outside or satan gets victories in our lives that's what brethren is, brethren is for is to come to a brother in christ and say brother this is a problem we're never supposed to suffer sin on a brother or sister we're supposed to confront them about it in love the bible says in galatians uh you know if you see a brother overtaken in a fault ye which are spiritual i'm gonna mess, mess it up i gotta turn to it <laughs> Ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in a, in a spirit of love, I think is what it says. Okay, this is just barely working here. Galatians 5. Uh, maybe it's four. <laughs> yeah. Okay, give me just a second here. <laughs> That's a good verse for what we're talking about. Uh, six one. Okay, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of, of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Again, the the overarching view that we see each other with is in Christ. If you have a brother or sister in Christ, that's the overarching view thing that's over everything and so you don't go to him and start railing on him because listen we are sinners just like they are (laughs) so our place is to consider is ye which are spiritual so that's the manner in which we deal with somebody be spiritual And, and listen that when you have to go to a brother and 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 address something that has to be addressed we we better make sure that we're in a good relationship with god we're right with god as we go to them you cannot go to a brother and, and, and rail on him in the flesh and expect any good thing to happen. That, folks, that is just not going to happen if we address each other in the flesh. And it hap- that thing happens all the time. It happens in marriages. It happens in friendships. It happens in the church. And so our place is to recognize God has a, a perfect plan. And our place is to be obedient to Him. And, and so, listen... Uh, there are times when we are going, we are the one that God's going to want us to go to someone else and address them in a spiritual way and recover them. And there are going more than likely there's going to be times when we are the one that someone is going to have to come to and address something. How do we want them to address us when we're in that shape? Meekly, spiritually, and in love, right? And listen, very, very often we often whether it be uh perspective or whether it be whatever it may be we often will not see ourselves in the way we need to see ourselves (laughs) we always i mean we always make excuses for ourselves and are quick to condemn others and and of course neither one of those is right (laughs) okay so let's move on (laughs) so um the number one underneath that, so this is in your notes. Number one is to pray for others with joy. So let's go back to Philippians. Philippians chapter one. Philippians chapter one in verse. Uh, uh, well, let's see. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making request with joy. And so uh, to pray for others with this is back in the notes to pray for others with joy and not merely a sense of duty makes prayer something you yearn to do and not something you have to do. And as like Brother Chris takes prayer requests here and uh, and as brothers and sisters lift up prayer requests, we should care about every prayer request. Uh, and and, and I've, I see people writing down prayer requests. Thank God for that. You know, thank God for the time that we can spend here together in prayer. But it'd be wonderful to take them home and pray over them, too. (laughs) Listen, these are very important things. And so to pray for others with joy, that is a privilege. I think we often see things as duties. And they, you know, they are duties. It is it is a duty to pray for each other. It is important responsibility we have. We're brethren. (laughs) That's important. But it also ought to be joy. It also ought to be love. And so uh, the problem is we are so often in the flesh that spiritual things can feel like a burden. Well, the problem is us. It's not, <laughs> it's not that praying for others with joy is hard or difficult. It's that the problem is we're often just not spiritual. And, and to switch tracks is often something that is very difficult for, 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 for children of God to do when they're not walking as closely with God as we should be. And so, to pray for others with joy is not merely uh, to pray for others with joy, and not merely a sense of duty, makes prayer something you yearn to do, and not something you have to do. Now, I have a number two here uh, that's not in yours, but it's in mine. We are to prefer, brothers and sisters. Turn with me to Romans chapter uh, twelve. Romans chapter twelve. This is a very lovely verse. Romans twelve and verse nine. Romans twelve nine. It's a little warm in here today. Is it just me or is it warm? <laughs> Preaching kind of. Is uh <laughs> that normal with pastor in the building? Is your still not working? Well, AC, the AC, I, I saw Brother Tony. Uh, he was he was uh, working with what, the, the little thing upstairs. Yeah, yeah so I, I don't know. We still have issues we're dealing with. Okay, so uh, this is uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 9. Let love be without dissimulation. I see words like that, I always have to look them up. <laughs> so dissimulation, uh, I think I've already forgotten. I looked it up yesterday, <laughs> I've already forgotten. <laughs> uh, without pretense, dissembling, misrepresentation, deceit, dishonesty, duplicity. That's not the same definition I looked up yesterday. My Bible says hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, okay, that sounds right. Okay. Uh, well, okay. It says also here the uh, dissimulation, concealment of one's thoughts, feelings, or character, pretense. So all those things fit well. But uh, the dissimulation, I think. It, I think in this context, it reads like you shouldn't hold back love for each other. That's that's part of what I see without this. Let love be without dissimulation. Don't let it be hidden. Let it be shown to each other. And I, I, you know, I think of. Brothers and sisters, I want to say especially of an older generation, where maybe among men—and forgive me if this is off, Mark. This is just what I've what I've seen personally. I have seen men, older men, that any sort of outward show of affection is, you know, just not as easy for them as others. Uh, So, what's that? (laughs) Hit him again. Uh, Every time you see Lori, just shake her head like this. (laughs) So anyway, um, uh, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer distributing to the necessity of the saints given to hospitality so i I gave you guys the whole um, context there of that chapter but within that context is be kindly verse 10 be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another and so you see this passage and i think a lot a lot of us and maybe maybe it's just me (laughs) but sometimes i see these things and think that you know or feel like many of us would see these things as unattainable. And that's not true. Okay, in the flesh, it absolutely is unattainable. But this is not a carnal gathering of people in a social club. Listen, we are gathering around the name of Jesus Christ. And every one of us that are born again have the Holy Spirit within us, and He gives us power to do all of it, including everything in this list. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. And honor preferring one another. And the the, the whole list there is all under the, 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 the heading of, in the Holy Spirit, we can do all of these things. And Paul will say in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And folks, I think we're guilty at times, of quoting these verses and saying "Amen" with no intention whatsoever of living these things, brother Patrick. Interesting,
1: you said he gives us the power to do those things. Amen. He, gets, he also gave us the power to become the sons of God.
0: Absolutely, you know, so right? It's the same concept. I think. Yeah, and, and absolutely, and and the thing is, is we, we we need to check ourselves every time we have this this carnal attitude of unbelief. Yeah, I think there's, there's people out here, and I'm, I'm restricting my discussion to people who are genuinely born again, but there's this attitude of, you know, these are Sunday school stories. They're not meant to be fully embraced in the real world. You know, this attitude of, yeah, but this is life. Listen, God means for us to take these things, believe them, and seek God's help and walk and live in the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Brother uh, Albie. And then Patrick. Amen. That's just what Patrick was saying just a minute ago. Amen. Right. <laughs> Amen. Just, just do it. Amen. <laughs> Patrick,
1: you were saying that these, we think that these things are things we can't attain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use an unbiblical phrase: uh, a worldly
0: hangover. Okay.
1: It's me. <laughs> the world is telling
0: us otherwise. Oh right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What you know, um, so be doing. yeah, that's that's exactly right. It, I think that we we tend to, you know, think like other people in the world think, and therefore we don't. Again, I think there's this almost this fairy tale. Yes, this is a wonderful Bible story, and yes, this this is probably a good good thing to be. But in the real world, we dismiss it. And folks, that is wrong. I don't. I don't maybe I'm the only one here. That, <laughs> that, uh, all I know is that you, you like like Patrick, like said, and Albie, you know, you this this these these things creep into your to your perspective. And listen, our place is to reject things that are contrary. To how God says they ought to be. And, and again, we'll never be perfect. We will never be what we ought to be all the time. But our place is to acknowledge this is God's plan. And in Christ and with the power of the Holy Spirit, I can obey. Or I, I can have the power to obey. And so listen, there's this, there's so many verses. And, and a lot of this comes down to uh, Romans. Uh, I, I thank God pastors teaching through Romans right now. Uh, but uh, there, I think it's Romans 7. or 7 or 8, where it talks about we are to yield ourselves unto God. We're not to yield ourselves to the flesh, to be instruments of the flesh, to, to work sin. We're supposed to yield ourselves to God, to be instruments of God in His hand. And so the bottom line is our place is to accept this is what God says. And listen, the Israelites, they went up to the promised land came right up to the edge. They sent 12 spies, spies to the land and 10 of them came back and said, yeah, it's a good land, all right, but there's giants in the land and this this, the, this land eats up the inhabitants thereof. And two said, if God is for us, we'll take the land. Let's go in and possess it. And the Israelites quickly embraced the 10's counsel. And listen, the problem is, is we as Christians are often doing the same thing. Letting the world tell us what we should and should not believe in the Bible. I'll tell you what we should believe. The cover, (laughs) the ending, and everything in between. (laughs) It is the counsel of God. Our place is to accept His counsel. At every turn, at every wicked point. And you come to a place and you think, whoa, man, that's something. I just don't know if I can do that. Listen, we need to reject that frame of mind. We need to reject it, reject it wholeheartedly and accept that God can enable me to keep His Word. And that is, and, and just the acceptance that God will enable me and walking in that faith, that is faith, by the way. When you don't see in yourself the capacity <laughs> to live the way that God wants us to live and you say, okay, God says I should walk this way. Lord, I'm going to walk this way with Your help. That's walking by faith. Being able to, to, to accept that God's plan is the right plan and He will enable me to keep it. And so, um, and, and this is all within, within that thought and that context of, uh, of what we read there. He says, Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. And we, we really didn't even touch on the, the thought that we just need to prefer each other's company. It's, it is far better for us. To want and keep company with other believers, and listen. The world is just going to keep going darker and darker. I, I do not. I, I don't want to be a naysayer, and I don't want to say that it's impossible because it's not impossible. God could bring revival in our land, and many souls could be saved. All of that is possible. But God may answer that prayer also by Jesus coming back, which would far be better. <laughs> However, it will mean the destruction of of our world as we know it. And, and I, I would love to see America turn back to God. But what America is showing day after day after day after day is an unwillingness to accept the things of God in the town square, the unwillingness to even let us have a seat at the table, and a, a full-on embrace. And, and I don't believe that most of America is as liberal as the Democrats in power think that or, or, or want to think that we are. I don't, think that, I don't think that most of America is like that. However, they have power and they don't give it up easy. Uh, again, I'm not saying that, that God can't give us good leadership. He certainly can. It's just that, listen, the, the, the ultimate fulfillment of this world becoming what it should be is Jesus coming back, period. There's pastor, so we're going to go ahead and stop right here. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for this time we've had. Thank you for your word. We do pray that you help us, Lord, to walk by faith, not by sight. Help us, Lord, not to let the lo- world tell us how to think or how to feel or what to accept from your word. Help us, Lord, to wholeheartedly accept your counsel and to never make room for, for not believing it. And we pray for your blessing in the coming hour. We pray for Zach and the ordination. We pray that you would be glorified in it all. And we pray that you meet with each one of us where we are. Help us to receive all that you have for us. Blessings, we pray, and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless everyone here according to the need. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.